We're on a mission to reach 1 million coaches, athletes, and parents every week with the two words character development curriculum. Over 175,000 athletes, coaches, and parents currently have access to our weekly videos and workbooks, and we'd love for your coaches and athletes to join in. If you want to learn more and access one free week of curriculum, visit www.twowords.tv slash game plan. That's www.the2words.tv slash game plan. You're listening to Coach 360, a podcast dedicated to helping high school coaches take their leadership to the next level. Whether you're looking for techniques and strategies or tools and resources, you've come to the right place. Let's get into the show. What's up, Coach 360 Nation? Thanks for tuning in to another episode. Today, I am hanging out with Coach Jared Fikach. He is the head football coach of the San Saba Armadillos. Coach and I hang out. We talk a little bit about some of their armadillo DNA and the way in which they established that armadillo DNA, which is really the principles that they have decided upon uh, living by and operating by as a team, as players, as individuals, uh, both not just on the field, but also in the classroom and in the community. Looking forward for you guys to listen in on this one. Let's get into it. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Coach 360. Today I am hanging out with Coach Jared Fikach. He is the athletic director and head football coach at San Saba High School. Coach, how are you doing today? Doing great. I appreciate you guys having me on. Oh, absolutely. Thank you so much for taking a little time out of the busy football season. And you guys are having a heck of a run this year. Uh, currently 9-0. and I bet you guys are starting to think about playoffs a little bit and getting fired up. So we're thankful for your time. Well, yeah, I appreciate it. It's been fun so far, so. I love it. Well, Coach, tell us a little bit more about San Saba and, uh, you know, the high school, the athletes, the community, for those who are not familiar. Yeah, you know, San Saba kind of sits right in the right in the center of Texas. It's kind of, you know, I wouldn't say out here in the middle of nowhere, but but uh, there's not a whole lot around it. But, um, you know, it, it, it's known as the pecan capital of the world, and so the pecan industry around here is really big, and, the community does an unbelievable job of supporting our school and our ISD. And then our administration does the same thing and, and, you know, really pushes obviously the educational side of things and the service side of things when it comes to helping the community and the people and those types of things. And, and so, you know, when it comes to the athletic stuff, uh, you know, everybody, every, it's a very successful school. Uh, The girls programs have always been successful. The basketball teams have been successful. We were just able to actually uh, this past Saturday win a win a state championship in cross country. That's the first team state championship wow. for for San Saban school history. That's huge. Um, and so you know the kids are great. Uh, they do an unbelievable job of buying into the programs that the coaches are trying to do. And and really these kids are are good kids. They have you know we talk about great character and things like that. And I know that's what 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 you guys do and and they do they they have good character the teachers do a good job and the community supports and these kids are always out helping and 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 learning how to how to live and and be good citizens and people and and how character is gonna gonna push us further in life yeah you know i love when we get to talk to uh some of the smaller town programs and they have such this huge 
community buy-in to the school, the program, and the athletes. And I think that just creates this really amazing atmosphere that uh, that gives the, the kids, you know, an opportunity to plug in and grow and develop and just do really great things. Yeah, our, it's pretty neat. Our, our community does a, a service day, and we actually take the morning out of school, and, and, and every kid in the school goes out, and they have some service project within the community, whether it's painting fire hydrants or putting up Christmas lights for the, uh, they do a big Christmas uh, light show at our, our park or, or last year we put up a fence and things like that. And so the community buys in, which, which, you know, causes the, the school to buy in yeah. and the small community fields are like that. Goldthwait, one of our big rivals, uh, our, our game against them, they have a, they have a young man over there that that's battling cancer and hmm. it's probably one of the, the biggest, rich rivalries in football it's over it spans over a hundred years and i mean there's some there there can be some bad blood but but when it's all said and done our community raised money for 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 that that young man to help their school out and and in return they've done that for san saba you know a a lot a, a few times and so that's just uh, the nature of small schools. And, and even though there's a rivalry, it all comes back to, you know, we're all put on this earth, I think, to help help each other and mm-hmm. people. And, and so it comes back to those things. You know, it's not about necessarily me and what I get. It's about what I can give. And, and small schools do that. It's fun to be around. Yes, sir. It really is. Well, Coach, let's, let's back up a little bit. Tell us a little bit more about how you landed there at San Saba. Because you're going on, uh, this is your second season, is that correct? With, with the yep, program, yep, sir. leading the program. Yep. And so yes, what was what was kind of running through your mind when you took over? Where were you before? And what was the decision-making process like to get there at San Saba? And what were you thinking about when you got started? Yeah. Well, I spent eight years at Wimberley uh, as, a, as an assistant football coach and, and worked under one of the – what I consider one of the greatest high school football coaches out there in Weldon Nelms and, and uh, learned a ton. Uh and from there, went to Weatherford for four years and then knew I wanted to be an athletic director and lead a program my father was and, and my mom was in education and and knew, you know, through education, you can change kids' lives and you cr- you can create positive relationships and knew that I wanted to, to be a part of that. I actually coached with a guy in Wimberley that was a San Saba graduate. Mm. And so when it was, when you know, when I felt like it was time for me to go out there and, and, and try to try to take over a program, Fortunately, San Saba was a place that was looking for a head coach and and applied and and uh, went through the whole process and and got the job and and when I came in, uh, it was a program that again they've they've had some tradition and some success before and and but but they were kind of a little bit mm-hmm. on a downward downward cycle and knew mm-hmm. it was going to be a big challenge to come in and uh, first knew that the first thing I wanted to do was come in and change the culture of the place yeah. uh, and teach the kids you know, what it's to develop a, a championship character is what I like to call it and, mm. and, and teach them how to work and, and, in battle and go through things and, and knew that was a big part of it. Um, uh, you know, I, I'm a firm believer in the culture over strategy thing. And, and, uh, so, you know, the first thing we looked here and saw is we got to come in here and change the culture, mm. but I'll, but I like that challenge. Um, yeah. and so that, that that's kind of coming into the place. What, what I looked and saw. Hmm. Well, coach, you know, there's, you know, we look at your season this year on, on the football side of things. And, and as you mentioned, on the, you know, uh, other sports, the cross country team went in the state 
championship. Uh, you know, you've, you've certainly started to create the championship atmosphere. I'm curious how that, like, what were the steps and, and what were the things that you started to do, uh, knowing that, you know, the game plan was to create the, the championship culture, right? You're seeing the results now. What fill us, fill us in on the in-between. What were some of the things you started doing and implementing and talking about and, and communicating yep. to, you know, your staff and the athletes and, and how did you go about doing that? Yeah. Well, the first, the first thing I, you, you obviously coming in here, I met with all the coaches mm-hmm. and uh, I want, I wanted each coach to know that, that they're important and uh, their job is big and uh, that, that I'm here to support them as the athletic director and uh, try to try to fill any needs that they, that they want and, and to build that, build that family type atmosphere within our coaching staff that, you know, Hey, although I'm the head football coach, um, you know, I'm going to support and I'm going to root for every single program that we have, whether it's girls basketball, girls mm-hmm. track, cross country, boys baseball, whatever it might be. And one, that's my first job is to support all of the programs, but that we each as individuals within our own program need to support each other and build that family atmosphere. Because, you know, when you feel like people are behind you and have your back, I think you're more willing to, uh, to, to, to go the extra mile to help mm-hmm. those programs out. Yeah. So that was my first step. And then, then, then I kind of went into the, you know, the, the kid side of things in, in, in the program. And the first one I, I built or tried to build was the football program. Cause that's mm-hmm. being the head football coach, but understanding that I hope, you know, some of the things that we were trying to build within the football program would bleed over into some of the other sports and those things. And, and, and hopefully it would, you know, maybe not that they weren't successful before, but maybe cause them to, to go to the next step in whatever it could be. So I bet with the kids and I sat the kids down and we came up with, with, with what we call our armadillo DNA. And it's, you know, what we're, what we're going to be made up of. Um, and it's our core principles um, because our culture um, has to always revert back to our core principles and what we believe in and what we're about and, 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 and the character that we're going to have not only in the, on the field but in the classroom and out in the community and those types of things. So we sat down as a, as a team, as a program, and, and, and came up with our core principles, and then we, we kind of defined what those all look like, what we want them to look like, what we want them to believe in, and uh, then looked at them in, in, in everything that they're going to be in our athletics and our academics in our community and in our off season. And, and from that, from that point on, everything we've driven home to these kids has gone back to that culture. Mm-hmm. Um, because every coach has got great strategies. I think it's, you get your kids to believe in those great strategies, uh, yeah. or those or, or that culture. And so that they're willing to go fight for that strategy. Mm-hmm. So you got the, got the kids involved as well and, and got them to, to per- participate in that, you know, that those values and the kind of the belief system yeah. uh, creation process. I think that's really valuable to getting them to buy in is, is the, is the thought process that that is the, now that is going to be this, uh, you know, the, the system for this year and that you guys will do that something year over year, you guys will recreate and redo that. Or is this something that's foundational to the program now and forever moving forward? As, as, for me, it's, as long as long as I'm here, it's going to be something that that's going to be our foundation. Mm-hmm. Now we might tweak, we might tweak it a little bit here from year to year, and maybe okay, what is our mission or what is our motto for this season? But when it all comes back, you know, it's going to come back to those core principles. And and I felt it was important for the kids to have a say in that that stuff because yeah. obviously I could have, I could have come up with it by myself and said, hey, here's what we're going to be about, but. When, when they know and they take ownership in it a little bit and they have a say in it, now they know, well, these are the words that we put down. 
So when it comes to it and coach says, hey, we're not living by, you know, our committed core principle, well, I can – well, guys, you're the guys that put this, you know, put this word, and this is what you wanted the program to be about. So why aren't we – why aren't we living by it? Yeah. And so – and and that goes with anything, you know. When you're out in the community, if you're committed to our program because you represent our program out in the community too, mm-hmm. um, and you're doing you're doing things that you're not supposed to be doing, well, here's what you told me you wanted us to be about, and this is what we want to be about. So they got a little ownership in it, and so they have to, you know, they have to be willing to 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 abide by those core principles and those values, and and it takes them further than just the football field. It takes them in the life. You can, they can take yep. them outside of that high school. And, uh, and 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 live by them and be successful young men and women. Yep, yep. and that's that's exactly what it's about, right? Well, will, yes. you, will you kind of kind of pick apart that armadillo DNA for us a little bit? Give us some more examples and uh, some more uh, some more information on that. Yeah, yeah. Well, our 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 kids, we sat down and again, and I I let them I let them choose some some words that 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 they wanted as values and what we call principles, and and they came up with committed discipline, selfless, family, compete, and toughness. And from there, we kind of, we kind of define some of them. And, and, you know, I, I think some, they're all important and I pre, you know, we preach that they're all important, but you can pick out a few here and there that are more important. And, and, and for me, one of the ones I thought was neat seeing 16, 18 year old kids say selfless. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Because in our, in our society, in our world, everything tells these young men to, to, to get what you feel you deserve and do whatever you got to do to get it. And, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, we try to preach as, on, a, on a platform as coaches, um, wins and losses are going to come, but when it's all said and done, what kind of young man or what kind of young woman are, are, are you and what are you going to be outside? Because football is going to go away and athletics is going to go away for probably 95% of them. Right. Um, what have we taught them from there? And so they take a word like selfless and they talk about being committed to each other, expecting nothing in return. So what can I give mm. to the person next to me, not expecting anything back, understanding that I'm doing all this out of a service to make this person better. Yeah. And, uh, you know, that, that, that's a neat deal. We actually, from there, we kind of, we kind of put it in a creed and a saying and, and the kids to get their stickers on the side of their helmets on Friday night, if they make varsity, have to repeat that creed in front of the team. <laughs> Love it. Uh, before they get, and I, I, I told them, and it hadn't happened yet, but I told them, I'm going to tell you, I'll send you out there with no stickers on the side of your helmet. Do you believe in these core principles as much as everybody else does? Because that's what's going to push us yeah. to be one, be, be a great team, but two, be a great individual outside of our team. Yeah, uh, I love it, Coach. And you're right. I think I think that principle is one that is unique. You know, we often we often hear things like grit and and tough and discipline yeah. and that sort of thing. But for those athletes to identify selflessness uh, and to be living that out actively, to be giving and adding value to other people and other places and other communities and other groups. Uh, without the expectation of receiving, um, that's a really amazing lesson for them to be getting now that is going to translate so well down the road and in their life. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. And I, I, honestly, it changes me daily because mm. I learn I learn as much from them as I do from you know from anything else. And to see again young guys like that 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 are probably at times told you know don't do things to help not necessarily don't do things to help people but you know get yours you see it right. so much now in sports mm-hmm. and things like get yours 
you know, it, it's about, it's about giving, it's about mm-hmm. giving when it's all said and done. And, and uh, that's kind of how our my lives will be measured. I think um, when it's all said and done. Yep. And, and, you know, that's uh that's real similar to, to something we believe here at two words that you can have everything you ever want in life. If you just help another enough other people get what they want, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Yes, for sure. Our, our boy, uh, I believe it was Zig Ziglar said that one. Well, Coach, uh, thank you so much for your time today. I've, as we kind of bring the conversation to a close, uh, I'm curious how has uh, how has coaching affected your life, and then what would be maybe your parting message for other coaches? Well, like I said before, my dad was a coach, and mm-hmm. and uh, I I had coaches in my life that that really changed my life, and and I saw at a young age. Uh, my dad impact young men in many different ways. Um, you know, and some of the most unfortunate, you know, kids and young men, uh, you know, we, he helped in, in those types of things. So I knew from an early age that that was something that I, that, that I really wanted to be a part of or, or have an opportunity to do. And so um, coaching, get, again, like I said before, coaching gives us a platform, golly, to, 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 to build a positive relationship with young men that hopefully over time uh, helps them to go change somebody else's life in a positive way. And mm-hmm. and I think that's the most important thing, the wins and losses, golly, they're fun, aren't they? But, but, you know, to teach these young guys, uh, you know, how important it is to be, to be positive role models or, or citizens of society. One of the greatest things I think I've ever most rewarding things I've got from coaching I had one of my kids that I coached in Wimberley invite me back to his wedding uh, mm-hmm. when he got married a few years ago. And just to get stuff like that, you know that you've, you, you know, you know you've made a difference in that kid's life that, that he's willing to say, Hey coach, you are an important part. I want you to be there for something like this, such a special occasion. And that's yeah. what it's all about. Yeah. Yeah, it really is. Coach, thank you so much for your time today. If our listeners want to connect with you, maybe ask some more questions, learn more about the Armadillo DNA or anything like that, what's the best way for them to get in touch with you? My email is probably the best way. And uh, it, it, I can, I'll give it out. It's, it's jfikach, and last name spelled F-I-K-A-C, at san-saba.net. Awesome, Coach. And that is a wrap, sir. You've been listening to Coach 360. Make sure to never miss an episode by subscribing to the show in iTunes or your favorite podcast player. Thank you so much for listening. Until next time.